For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, big show tonight. Brian stirring up all kinds of trouble on Twitter these days. I mean, Brian, this is like normally we've had lots of DFS beefs over the years, and you know, we kind of chill on the sidelines and poke the bear, but you are now the protagonist, a hero of a DFS beef. How do you feel? That's all right. It's pretty fun. I was I was fucking cracking myself up there for for at least an hour. Yeah, I think we should catch people up uh, who haven't been, you know, hanging out on Twitter all day uh, and maybe might not even know where we're at. Last week, we talked about a DFS challenge. Uh, ben the better, a sports better, uh, took umbrage with the fact that DFS players can all just jam in 150 lineups. He said anyone can win with 150 lineups. So Brian uh, tossed his hand in the ring here to uh, to play him, and there were some terms made, but as things progress throughout the week, it appears things have fallen apart. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, pretty much. We, I mean, we did agree on, on one bet. So yeah, so we, we, uh, when we first agreed, he didn't have the bankroll to play in like the $5 or $6. So then we started trying to come up with ideas where we could actually do it. And we came up with the idea of, uh, he enters like the quarter arcade or whatever the mini max. And we just take the CSVs and match them up later on. Yeah. And then whatever he would get in there, he would get. <clears throat> um, Were you going to be doing the manual work on that? If I had to. Yeah. And I mean that, that, that takes some time for 30 slates to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I didn't, I, I was trying to figure out how much he wanted to bet, you know, in the beginning and he's, like, I'm looking for backers, blah, blah, blah. So I honestly didn't think it was going to – I could tell already. I'm like, it's not, it wasn't going to be that much. Yeah. But I thought, like, maybe I could do that, get some side action, get some side back bets going, and maybe a sports book posts it, and you can you, – they're not going to let you bet much on it. I'm sure the limits are tiny. And just I'll add it all up, and then it's worth spending time on. What was, like, the minimum amount – it, it just total across all those things, side bets that would have made you, you know, feel like it was worth all the hassle. Probably less than it would now. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have done it for 10, maybe. That's $10,000 for people at home. I thought like 20,000 was fine. Like I, I figured I'd get like five out of him, you know, a couple in the book maybe. 
and then somebody would probably, you know, I'd put, and then maybe somebody would bet like bet me 10 or 20. I Ricky Ricky D almost bet me. Yeah. Um but he didn't know all the rules. Yeah. I mean, there you know how in crypto they talk about like uh smart con- smart contract risk. I, I feel like betting on Ben the better there's like contract risk in him even just finishing the challenge and playing over. Like imagine the risk for Ricky D if if uh Ben the better has $600 on the line and is just maxing out the quarter arcade or whatever and then Ricky D has 50k on the line. Like those incentives are not aligned properly. Right. Yeah, right. And I and I told him too I wouldn't bet him if he was going to help. Yeah, because there's an obvious conflict of interest there, and um, and so I thought a reasonable conclusion. Me and you DM'd a little bit on this after you know he told us how much he he's he's got the bet, and I'm like, well, let's just bet that on the other thing he agreed to, which is would would he just be plus EV in the whatever he enters quarter arcade mini man any one fifty on DK I could care less what it is yeah thirty slates yeah. And then we'll just say we're looking for he's looking for backers. I'm looking for side action and we're we're waiting to start it. So he doesn't look bad. You know what I mean? Like we were tra- trying to be cool. We were nice on uh, uh on our last show. And it's like like that would that would have been fucking fine. And then he wanted to talk on on Discord. That was today, right? That you guys had yeah. that call? Yeah. That was today, and he and I, and I should have been like, "Why the fuck does he want to talk?" But yeah, he he calls me on Discord, and and you know, for people who don't know on Discord, you can actually talk over the phone or your your computer. And um, he is real; he does exist. Um, no, no video though. This was just audio. No you video. didn't get a look at the better in the wild. No. Um. What did you and guys talk about? Like no, nothing new to share. Like it's like the same thing I we me and him been DMing on Twitter. It's like, yeah. If you get some money, and I was saying like maybe you hey maybe you run high here, and then we'll then we'll bet. I'm like I'll do it in a month from now. I'll do yeah. it. I don't care. Build the roll build up because it's so easy to build win your with roll one. Up. Yeah. yeah, or wait, go, run hot in sports betting. He's pro sports better apparently, right? Win all the money in sports betting and then come talk to me or get your backers that you think you're gonna get. That's why I don't give a shit. Like, we don't have to do it tomorrow. We can do it six months from now. And so then, how did the how did the call end? Where where and, was and it? So I invited him on the show, and I said, "Where are you, Ben?" And I, and I said, "I'm like we we can talk about the bet the the bet we make where he's plus one fifty. I said, "If you watch any of our shows, we're always cordial. We're not we're not gonna like gotcha." Unless you're and, UConn, Dave. <laughs> ben doesn't have a process for me to fucking interrogate him. Okay? He has a spreadsheet, Brian. <laughs> um, I could give a flying fuck about his process. And um, and and, and uh, this call was perfectly, perfectly uh, cordial. Yeah. That's good to hear. And then, and then, and then he goes, and then he's like, he's like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to go on. And I'm like, okay, that that's fine. I, I, I was like, I was like, this will be good pup. I mean, he has a Patreon. He he clearly wants followers. Like, yeah. come on, come on the show. It'll be good for you. We weren't we're not going to be dicks. And uh, hangs up the phone and he immediately starts fucking t- tweeting at me. 
Yeah, so let me pull up this. Uh, I'll pull up the tweet here because uh, then we had we had a very fun afternoon on Twitter. And by we, I mean the collective we observing this. So just spoke to Brian on Discord. He said it isn't worth his time doing the competition against me unless he has 20K in action. So for the time being, the competition with us is delayed. And I knew this playbook was coming. Like, Brian, like I, the second yeah. you told me that you're like, I'm not doing this for 600, which no one blames you for, but I knew this is this is a PR playbook on how you spin this. I mean, it's so obvious. And he didn't have to. Like, we had like we had a, a bet, and and I was saying he needs backers. I want side action. We're not I don't have we're not calling him out really. It's like it's water on the bridge, no one was saying anything. And, and so, like, what do you think his play was there? <laughs> like, I, what do you think he was trying to accomplish there? Because I think, like, for me, it's like uh, he's – I don't know, even fucking know. Like, he's trying to make it seem like I'm unreasonable. So this is the thing. He he is – he's playing a battle in the court of public opinion. After the challenge was, uh, you know, launched, he got all that feedback and realized how screwed he was, which is why he needed to find a coach – which is antithetical to the entire spirit of the bet. Uh, and now this gave him just the tiniest window to kind of push because like there was no way this was going to work out well for him. I mean, if he can't get any money, no one's willing to back him. He's not willing to put more money to his name. He's not willing to spend more time building up his role. What's the one thing he has you saying, I don't want to do it under these conditions. And then he can just push that angle uh, which is it's hilarious, but you, he has that slight opening and he's going to run with it. And then you call the person so I can't screenshot from the DMs. Right. You call him and then go, he said this. And uh, I, I could tell this this is one of the more savage tweets you will see Brian do. Uh, oh, no, this this was it. It, it escalated from here. So you said, yes. Ben, I'm sure there are plenty of DFS players who will spend the time playing you for the $600 you offered if you get some cash somehow happy to play and you initially weren't going to blow up his spot for how much he wanted to wager exactly and and okay if you get some cash somehow i'm throwing shade there obviously but it's still not he he did his little fucking shady slime ball thing of calling me and then tweeting so i gave him that i was done there that's fine then did he quote retweet this one? Okay. Yeah. And then he came after Brian having a Patreon. He's like every other pompous DS smug <laughs> DFS tout. It all it is also funny that you're getting characterized as a tout. Um on here who acts too rich to accept an offer from a poor peasant like me, but he'll gladly take your $20 for his quote unquote whale tier <laughs> on uh Patreon. He he thought he had a real gotcha moment there. Yeah, yeah. Whale tier. This idiot comes up with whale tier. It's like you moron, <laughs> you don't you don't get the joke. Um, and th- he's saying this while we have a bet, like we agreed to a bet. Can he beat one fit 30 slates of one fifty? his choice? I don't care what sport, whatever. Right. So I agreed to bet him like in that bet. I don't have to do shit. I'll bet more than more than a grand. I'll bet whatever he wants on that. Yeah. I mean, with, I got to find out if, cause once the money gets, gets really deep, you got to see who's who's backing him and uh, how much help he's getting and stuff like that. But you get the idea. Yeah. And so now we're in a classic uh, quote, retweet off uh, nestled in here. It makes it easy for uh, and This is where Brian pulls out the screenshot. Thanks for the promo bed. Don't you dare besmirch the good name of Vegas. David, my nod to him. That's a bridge too far. And then uh, look at those crowns, Brian. What a flex. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done it. I, should, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never I've never screenshotted. And this and this guy fucking gets me gets me going. Um yeah, I don't know. What he, what the fuck is he thinking? Yeah, uh everyone enjoyed that tweet and then did he come back after that? No, then I started then I just started going at him. <laughs> and then what is what is this? Sorry for the late reply. I was busy watching a CSGO match that I just won 1K betting it. Keep spreading lines. Also, Bryce said he would put 20K on me if you gave him better odds. I mean, I would put 20K on Ben the better if you gave me uh, incredible odds too. <laughs> what are you going to give me, 10 to 1? I'll, I'll become a Ben the better backer. <laughs> <laughs> the, tw- the quote tweet he quoted of me was the start of of uh, the little back and forth and him, and him going to his uh, – him going to his uh, sub accounts. I'm almost positive some of these guys were his uh, his burners. Which which ones are the burners here? I don't know the one who can't who the one who clo- who uh, deleted a tweet. Okay, because like if you like, why would you delete your tweet like instantly unless <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I also like people saying that it looks like you won five hundred forty seven dollars. Uh, <laughs> yes, profit, of course yeah. that's not a thousand dollar winning what- bet. What's sad is you know that like this bet is like the whale play of the year for him and yeah. he's so excited about it. Um which I mean shouldn't he be quickly willing to apply this to the bet? Like now is he up to, you know, he has x amount of money here. It's just so weird if if DFS is so easy, why wouldn't he take his sports betting role? Because like we've seen the receipts on sports betting and it looks based on his track record that it's pretty hard. I would move to the softer sport of 150 max DFS. Yeah. I think in his original, he should have just stuck to his original tweet. The full context of it was that you guys collude. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I responded. I don't, I don't work with anybody. And uh, so let's play. Cause he was saying that you guys collude. So he could just said that like, yeah, you guys are a bunch of, He's not the the, the greatest uh, strategist, Pete. I don't think he he really planned this this out. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. It's it's truly hard to know his angle because, like, I you know, I immediately want to go. Oh, he's one of the you know. There's no such thing as bad press. Get attention, yeah. but like all of this is going back to how is he converting any of these new DFS eyeballs to Patreon subs? I I just. I don't see how that's happening for him. So I, I do truly want wonder what is the upside for him in all of this. I, I think I told you in DMs, my I thought he was like, okay, I'll play this guy. And then if I beat him, I can switch over to DFS tout. Yeah. Or if I like hold my own or something, I could throw DFS in there. So it's worth him to make the, you know, make the bet, the $600 bet in his mind. Who knows what he really wanted to bet. I just, I'm more, I feel like Ben, the DFS player, just doesn't have the kind of alliterative kind of ring to it that Ben the Better does. I'm just not sure how that crossover would work. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. He, he uh, might struggle. You never know. Uh, BTM is wanting to, uh, to get intel on uh, Ben the Better here. Did he seem like a young guy, Brian? Tell us about his voice. Paint a picture for us. I'm going to say 5'8. <laughs> Uh, between 125 and 147, uh, 
mid twenties. Mid twenties. Those okay. all could be completely wrong. I'm I'm totally kidding. He just sounded <laughs> like a normal dude, honestly. Yeah, he didn't. I wasn't. He, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting him to. To. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, like I don't know. I don't know the strategy. If he thinks any press is good press, I get it. But it's like it was totally un, totally unnecessary. You have a bet. If you get backers, we'll we'll play. I do want to say uh, hi to Ben. I know you're watching tonight, and I I still would like to extend the invite to you. If if truly your play is good press uh, or all press is good press, come on the show, Ben. Um, I will remain cordial. And Brian already said he doesn't give a shit about your process, so he won't interrogate you like he did Vegas Dave. We can just uh, we can hear more about. Uh, how we arrived at this point, because it, it seems like we are now going in circles, even though there was a, a framework uh, for a bet. But I think I speak on behalf of all DFS players. We do really want you to play the minimax for 30 slates. And I mean, as far as I understand, Brian, do you does that require work on your end or would you just be able to look at that in Roto Tracker? Yeah, I don't have to do I don't have to do anything. Another thing about playing playing against an opponent, though isn't just work. I have to change you'd you'd have to change your strategy. So like if you're down the road and you want to lock up a win, you might go more conservative. Yeah. Or if you're down, you might go more aggressive. Theoretically, you could you could be thinking about changing your strategy. And um I play for a living. So like I don't want to change my strategy unless I have to. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I enter those tournaments to win money. I don't enter him for some stupid contest. Right. And if, if he was playing in the exact same contest as you, and there wasn't the administrative, like you probably would just say, sure, whatever, let's do the $600 bet. Because like you said, you're still just going to do the same shit you're always going to do. And it's not going to require extra effort. Right. Right. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing stopping him from doing it himself and then showing me up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> I want it's 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 if if it's uh if I pro- if he was cool about it I and somebody would no one would side bet. And here and here's another thing too is like you, there's a lot of good tweets you're missing but the, the one with Bryce was good. What's what's the one you want me to pull up? Uh I don't know there's a whole bunch of them but the latest interaction between Bryce and uh and Ben. All right, let me see here. I never said that, and I'm not betting. No, go, go to the top, right? Go to the top. Top of what? No, okay. Go to – yeah, okay, yeah, go to the top. I'm sorry. So Bryce – he said Bryce would put up the 20K if he gives if I, if I he gives me better odds. Right. So I said I'll do it for the 175 against Bryce, but I, I did not – I do not want to bet against the guy coaching him. Yeah. Right? It's a stupid move, like obvious, for obvious reasons. But whatever, Bryce is, seems like a, a you know, Trust an honorable really gambler guy. and a straight shooter. So I'm like, whatever, I'll keep the 175, even though he's his coach, and I'll still fucking do it. And then he goes, <laughs> I never said that. And now that this dude a conflict of interest, which I think he said before already. And then you do, and then you said you do it for 200 uh, two, plus 250. And I said this in our in the lulls forum. It's like he's gonna lose his mentor. Like he's calling his mentor. <laughs> The only shot he's got, he's he's in a Twitter beef with. 
Like, what are yeah. you doing? I mean, the, the playbook is, is you get in the weeds on all the minutia, the thing, and you, you kind of self-destruct it on your own and then you're off the hook for the bet. I mean, let's, let's again, go back to this. I mean, Ben, the better has no intention of playing 30 DFS slates across multiple sports and putting in the baseline level of work to even be competent at that. Like he's, he has zero intention to do that. Okay. So now you're, now you're guessing that it was never. I, the more I look about this, it seems to me that self-sabotage is a nice way in his mind to get out of the bet, uh, in the court of public opinion, which is not actually the case, but that's the only thing I can think of. You might be right. I honestly think he doesn't have any money and that's all he can bet. And he would, and he would do it for 600 bucks. Yeah, I think he would play it. And why not? I mean, I guess why not for him? For him, it's for him, it's like a an expensive League of Legends bet on Bovada. Yeah. Let's um. Let's. I think we've. Uh, this is turning into a dead horse here, but I got this question from OA, and you had flagged this uh, earlier this evening about uh, high stakes collusion. And I, I mean, I know the general premise of what's going on, but can you set the stage here a little bit? Yeah, I I actually haven't been keeping up with the high stakes collusion threads. I I, pro- I need to uh, someone send me those if I'm missing any. I saw there was one a couple weeks ago. Um, it what? Yeah, it, and it was about Mock Lovin, right? And another guy. Yeah, I think so. Got him. Um, starting to forget who it was. Was it Mock Lovin? I forget who was sharing it, but I remember seeing yeah. that thread. Oh, it was it was uh, one of the high stakes fantasy uh, football guys who's been playing. Um, Chad Schroeder, I believe, was the one who kicked that off. He's been playing a lot of DFS now and noticed some bizarre patterns of activity in three mans around McLovin and a second guy. Okay, so then it's McLovin here again, and so obviously, it, it, I don't think he he says it like explicitly, does he? Does he say these guys are cheating? Empire says at least four to five people are in on it too. Basically everyone who plays high stakes except love basis and uh, BK writer. Um, let me join these 10 K's. I don't, I don't know what this search means. Does this mean he's like blocked out of being able to join these? I'm not familiar with the mechanics here. I'm assuming he is being ironic. And like, that's, that's who is in the, uh, the three man. And so he's saying, let me join this no of course not these guys are cheating I, is that am i getting that wrong that's what i'm getting at oh i might be reading it wrong i yeah i, I missed that i don't i don't get it i um, think that's what he's saying talking about lineups and having the same team is nothing like gaming three and four mans i haven't seen some share a lineup in years yeah um, so the yeah, strategy is you partner with someone and one guy takes like the obvious cash lineup and another guy takes like one pivot. And then you hope to, especially if you know, like what the other, what like the third guy's going to do. Yeah. And then you're free rolling them because you, you know, you, 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 you split or you take his money. Right. Um, I don't, I don't play a lot of three men's on any, anything anymore, but, um, because of that dynamic spooking you or just for other reasons? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mainly play cash on Yahoo and super draft. And then like when I either have a lot of time or it's like a, a bigger event where there's going to be a bunch of noobs, but, um, but I, I wouldn't play. Yeah. The three mans either. 
or I, I even go like 10 or higher at least. Yeah. Because of it's like, well, first of all, e- even if they're not colluding, it's like a lot of the times it's just nine really good players. So it's like, well, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, why even bother if there's a chance they're colluding, but um, I have no, I have no idea if they're colluding and I haven't had time to even look into this stuff. I don't even know if I'd have the data to do it. Um, it's possible they're not and they're just mistaken. You know, it's, it's possible, but my, I think my solution that I've talked about on the show multiple times is random, random, uh, like a random number generator entry generator. So like based exactly like the old, um, full tilt poker, uh, model, what was it called? I can't zoom poker or was that um, poker stars, whatever the one where you would, where as soon as you fold, you go to a new table and you're just constantly switching between tables and you enter a pool of poker players and you're just randomly assigned a table and then randomly assigned a table. And then randomly, and it's just, you're just playing a million hands a minute and you can't get data on it, any specific guy really, because it's so fast, right? Do the same thing with cash games in DFS, leave those up for those guys. If they want to have the three mans where they pick their opponent, you know, and uh, you you bum hunt, whatever, leave it. But then have an option for that where you just enter a random pool. So if they enter a random pool with everyone entering the random pool and the three mans, they can't guarantee that they'll be with their partner. Right. Right, and which same, is where, where the edge comes from. Right. And same know. with anything anything under whatever, 20 man, mainly 10. And then and also, too, I think it'd be better for – um, in ex- less experienced players or players taking a chance because they wouldn't feel as intimidated. So like you open it up and it says EM2, Mach Lovin, and Utakao or whatever. And they're like, I'm not, why would I enter this format? Why would I enter this? But if it's just a pool. What, and, and why wouldn't you, Um, I, I love that idea. Why wouldn't you even extend that to like head to heads where you say which one you want and then you get randomized with uh, opponents and, and also based on like experience levels and what have you. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's part of the, the experience. It seems like that would be a great solution. Yeah. I, and I, I, that I did say head to head too, Beck, when we talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Head to head, three mans, any anything i would do anything who cares yeah but uh you know you don't need it for collusion purposes over a hundred but who i mean i just enter the pool whatever i get in i get in who cares yeah um uh harbs was tagging us uh in something hoop tagged with these guys oh yeah and and ryan doubt uh another uh, oh that's who it was ryan doubt yeah yeah i think he had piggybacked off of the chad schroeder here Mm -hmm. um Look more into this. I'm now 90 per, more than 90% certain collusion between McLovin and SRN looks bad. SRN usually the one to pivot off the chalk lineup, but I've seen spots where it was mock pivoting. Mock suspected of doing this with others in the past three mans happened in multiple sports. And then Hoop says, I've played these guys in three mans on numerous occasions and had my suspicions after looking back at my contest and seeing the evidence here. There's no doubt in my mind that these guys were cheating in these contests. Yeah. I, uh, I responded to him and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't respond to me. So he doesn't follow me. Well, Brian, I, I don't mean, know. Maybe it's know. just, it's just because, uh, you, you stir too much shit with all these guys. Everybody's uh, afraid of the wrath of Brian these days. First bend the better. 
<laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, like how, like on the scale of, like, like how serious is this for the ecosystem? I mean, in these are mostly high stake three mans, right? Yeah, yeah, but it works the same way poker used to. Yeah, where when the when the fish who has money plays, they're seated, and and you're not. You know, so you do get all that. You do get all that EV if you dominate the the lobby. Yeah, um, Alex asking about this on underdog i haven't played the three and six man drafts but if it's all like the 12 man drafts the um the users aren't known before although i guess to your point you're saying two people could enter a draft out of three right away and then know that they were guaranteed to be in it um two man enter two man um, enter one man emerges aren't, aren't isn't it different players though different players in underdog you can't have the same player Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The, so the three man drafts are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess there's like a ways, but it's the advantage wouldn't be there. Like it I would be. I don't think so. Yeah. No, yeah. the whole, yeah. The whole advantage is, uh, is blocking them. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Like, you could just take the two cash game, cash game lineups basically. And then hopefully he picks one of them and then he's dead. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, on the other hand, like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that it, it's okay, but it's also like the people sitting playing this kind of money. It, it sounds like it's well-respected DFS players who, who know their way around the lobby. I mean, it, is the answer just to avoid games with them or is then empire makers now saying, I want to play these three mans and I can't do it without getting it in bad versus these guys colluding. I mean, if you're just a re recreational player, I definitely wouldn't play any three mans. Yeah. Um, I imagine in the smaller ones, though, maybe that might be bad advice because they might be like super soft. Yeah. In the under five dollars, so maybe that's not universal. Um, but in like the over five dollar ones, yeah, just avoid it. And you know, cash is is tough in a lot of the main sports, anyways. Yeah. So you should you should be careful out there, kids. Yep. Um. Got to be careful out there. Uh, all right. What else uh, did we have on tap tonight? Some of the other, uh, there was a couple other sports betting news things. We had Spanky's launching his new uh, attack on DraftKings Sportsbook for being limited there. And then there was, uh, who's the other guy? He was going after uh, Barstool Sportsbook. I think Kanish is his I name. I didn't see that one. Yeah, he was going after them because uh, I believe he got limited very quickly. Whereas, like the Barstool's whole mantra of how they promote their sports book right. is, "We'll never ban anyone," yada yada. And now this isn't a new dynamic whatsoever of sports books exercising their rights to limit betters. Do you think? And we talked about this, right? Where it's like, wasn't your thing like until some like billionaire lobbyist like takes this up as a cause, like nothing's going to change? Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, like competition. Yeah. More competition would, would, would help, but you can't because you need to lobby because it's a, one of the most regulated industries out there, like liquor and in cars. Um, so there's not a whole lot you can do. I think Barstool's 
numbers are run by the company called Cambi from a Euro European company, maybe sweet from Sweden. I could be wrong because I think they have the exact same numbers as DraftKings and they're from Cambi. Um, and they're just like notorious for limiting players. Yeah. So the idea that they're some sort of sharp book is laughable. And it's kind of interesting. Like you, you probably could get Portnoy to do something about it. With his kind of weight and where the he's way at. He, yeah, like the way his persona is, his kind of like, you know, libertarian kind of persona. Yeah. Uh, he might, and you know, whatever, just diamond hands. He shits on Robin Hood, that Robin Hood guy, and Elon Musk for being shady, etc. Like he figures, like if, if someone makes enough of a stink, that he'd be like, he might, not, he might not even fucking know. Yeah. He might not even know that, like, because he's he's clearly a losing better. <laughs> so, like, not that they're gonna ban him. I mean, but maybe he does because, like, he has to he has to uh, recommend betting on barstool. But any anyone who's halfway decent in sports betting knows you need to line shop, right? So it's like you're already being disingenuous, except maybe he doesn't know that either. Well, that that's that's the irony, too. I mean, because their whole I mean, they they they're sitting on a gold mine of a demographic of bad sports bettors who also have no problem having a tribalistic allegiance to a single sports book because it's branded uh, after their favorite, you know, online reality TV show. Like, so that, I mean, they're sitting, and then you have the pro sports bettors wanting to come over there and, and snipe a, an inefficient line. And they're like, no, 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 no. This, this isn't our business model. We want all the frat bros who are hung over on a Saturday morning firing on college football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. But I mean, like yeah. that, that's not the, like the way that he portrays himself at all. Right. That's not his brand. His no, brand not. is not just losers. Yeah. We're guaranteeing you lose. We're going to stop anyone who tries to beat us. That is like opposite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The complete opposite of his persona. Yeah. The, the irony is that... <laughs> No one within their community is ever going to sound the alarm because they're probably never going to have a really good sports better from within their community. Here, I'll tell you this much. You'll have a better shot convincing him than you will a lot, uh, um, a legislature. True, for sure. So, like, honestly, it it's not the worst strategy to just get all the best professional sports betters focus on Portnoy. Everyone amplify that signal until he has to fucking respond that they're limiting people. And then if he does something about it, 
then he can shit on all the other books. It could be a marketing gimmick for him. And they're they're the king of flipping that yeah. into their favor. They say, DraftKings limits you ban you guys. Come on over here. Here's Portnoy's not banning pick of the day or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or here's an extra five hundred bucks. We will never ban you. And then hire a a competent bookmaker like they used to do. Yeah. And they could probably and they could probably make more money on volume. Yeah. And like it doesn't seem either that it would still be that hard to get the kind of betting from those bros that you want. Offer all your parlay, 10 leg parlay boosters, all, all that shit. Like, I, I feel like it is possible for sports books to have their cake and eat it too. But they just seem to be like, why would we, why would we do that? If we can just play the one game we want to play. I'll tell you, uh, you know why it's because of uh, the legislature and they could lobby their way to mode off competition. Otherwise, they'd have no goddamn choice. Um, before you get to that super chat really quick, someone in my, uh, I can't pronounce this, Mabaron says in my uh, uh, YouTube, Barstool said winning betters are equal to card counters. Is that true? That can't be fucking true. That, that would seem like it would be death uh, as like a statement to get. Yeah, if you can get. Uh, that tweet or whatever. I'd love, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Send that to us. And, uh, Ryan Hodge here posing a very important question. Thank you for the, uh, the super chat, Ryan, still paying back that money from our head to head challenge during the, uh, the NFL playoffs. How many sorority girls do you think fire on college football hug over on oh, a Saturday? Not I, many. I mean, and, and who knows though? Maybe, maybe they do, uh, you know, Saturdays are for the girls betting promo with uh, barstool. Uh, if anyone could, uh, capture that audience, I assume it would be them. Do sorority girls like barstool? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think they have, they've gotten to where they now have kind of the, uh, they don't discriminate gender wise, uh, on, on bros, chicks, chicks and bros. They'll take them all. Portnoy said it. He's saying, that can't can't be right. That can't be right. He's he's a, he's admitting that he's kicking out anyone who's a winning sports better. That I don't know. That just seems complete opposite his brand. Yeah. Um, let's see here. They called Kanish sort of uh, a car, a card counter. So like, which is such like a ridiculous analogy. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. You got to hit him harder. He'll he he he'll come. Remember, he wouldn't buy Bitcoin for like a year or two. Yeah, and he does. Like the one thing about him is he will. I mean, obviously, he has a massive platform, a bully pulpit. But he he hears like if if you have like some level of a platform and you and you go like he hears it and he'll reference it and it it gnaws at him because I think there's this combo and like, I, I, I know the feeling a little bit, like you have the choice. Do I want to turn this into content or is this actually just bugging me <laughs> so much that I can't help myself in talking about it? Uh, and so I do think, I do think that's a good strategy. If you got that, uh, what, where's the, the better collective, the, uh, the betting collective with Rufus, we need to get spanky. You get Kanish, right. you get whale capper, everybody going after Portnoy uh, eventually maybe the sounds can do something. Anyone who gets, who gets limited on prop bets, you immediately get on the thread or whatever and, and tag Portnoy. Like we've outlined, I don't know how long ago, like what it would take, what I think it would take to like work, uh, to put together kind of like a lobbying group on behalf of the gamblers. 
and it would be like super expensive and very little shot of winning. Like, like uh, it's like it's like at least ten grand a session in Illinois in Springfield per lobbyist. Crazy. And so you got to do that across the country, and that's just lobbying. You need to you need to get the newspapers on your side, and you need to get litigious. There's like a whole bunch of stuff you'd have to do, and and people are just used to assuming that it's um you know it's it's just like this old puritan value it's like no no gambling should be regulated gambling should be regulated so they get to do whatever they want yeah They're like they have no they have no right to do any of this like you've just been trained to think that they do yeah but let's uh let this is the clip that uh kanish uh was talking about Wait. Um, how about the, some guy came at the sports book? I think he was a big gambler in Michigan. Yeah, I didn't pay much attention to that, but there's sharps there. Think of it as like a card counter mm-hmm. that we did a bad job of from seeing like the pen response. We like, oh, we don't recreational gamblers. You can't have card counters. That's universal. The equivalent of a card counter. Well, yeah, who's uh, who is it that way? I think Dana White and what Affleck are like banned from playing blackjack at a bunch of casinos. Like, that's are they? Kind of what I know Affleck yeah. was. I mean, we do these promos that are meant to give players great odds, but then there's a group of people who use those odds, can bet them both ways, multiple accounts, things of that nature that guarantee you win. Not illegal, theoretically, illegal with terms and conditions of what we say, but. That's how you go bankrupt, allowing that type of behavior. How much does it suck for you being on the other end where you know you don't want people to get fucked and you you're, you want to be for the player, but it's it's kind of, you're kind of in a tough spot. Yeah, it sucks because- a little bit. That I don't feel bad about at all. And anybody who knows how this works, there is no other sports book that has as huge a player advocates as Penn does. Like Dan and I bet. As players, we don't get any special treatment, and we fight tooth and nail for every advantage that our player can get. But we don't do what they're doing, which is multiple bots and this and that, and guaranteeing we're trying to pick games like normal humans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard, too, because it's one of those things where you can't you can't be the customer service rep for all these right. people that, you know, who have problems, you know, so it sucks. So uh, I don't there's really no way to fix this. It's fucking it's so big. And I, again, guarantee nobody has player advocates like we do because Dan and I play and advocate for you. (laughs) Since when does playing uh, equate to advocating uh, for the players? (laughs) Am I I a DFS advocate because I play? And these pro betters are uh, taking advantage of their little $20 max bonus bets. That's that's how they're, 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 uh, they're making their money. Because all those little stupid bonuses that like the bonus bet things like plus one twenty five is now plus two hundred. They're like fifty dollars, twenty dollars max. They're and a lot of the the account the account the multiple accounting is because they ban them. So they yeah. have to like open the account under their cousin's name and shit. And I I've seen videos of Joey Kanish. I believe he attempted his own push up challenge around the Bales time. And although his form was atrocious, but he doesn't strike me as a guy that's using multiple bots to arbitrage a single line 
at the Barstool Sportsbook. Just, I mean, I might be going out on a limb saying that, but he doesn't strike me as that guy. And it's complete horseshit. I could, this would be some worth someone's time and effort. I'm not going to do it, but I could document. I'm not using any fucking bots and I'll just bet your props and you will fucking limit me. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like what, I mean, what hasn't is he that already about? happened to you at, at other, uh, yeah, happy bet rivers. I have a, I have a barstool account. I just haven't, uh, I haven't been using it. Yeah. Um, yeah. After I got limited, I stopped, I, I got limited on two sites. And so I slowed down. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I'm just wondering when I'm going to I'm trying to figure out how to like, uh, trying to lay my play a little while. more. What? You're trying to lay low for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Like how you just, how do you disguise your play a little bit? So you don't get banned as fast and stuff like that. Get in on some of the bets with the sorority girls on Saturdays and you'll, you'll hide your, your true identity there. You have to pay, you have to take some overs and take some like, uh, you know, actual big markets like football and just yeah suck up the minus EV. Um, and I think there's some other ways to do it, but they eventually will, will get you either way, but that's just so fucking ridiculous that the, the, I mean, he clearly, uh, was just talking out of his ass. He, he was just making up, uh, things. Well, he had no idea what Kanish was. I was think, I think he's purposely conflating multiple styles of, of betters. So he's conflating like bonus hunters. Yeah. But like like Spanky's outfit, right? That do use bots. Yeah, right. He's conflate. He probably listens to their their podcast, and that's where he's getting some of this. So he conflate. You know, he conf- he's conflating like the bonus betters, the the Spankies of the world, and then and then people who they've kicked out and then had their cousin go on, and then combining them all into one person and calling them a sharp. Yeah. But it, you don't need to do any of that, and they still will fucking ban you. Yeah. So yeah, he can he can just wave it away, and of course, you know, I'm sure there's some cognitive dissonance there because he, he's like he knows he's a fraud, like in that aspect of being a player advocate, and then he's like, okay, so I got to make these guys seem like the biggest scumbags in the world. And by the way, kicking out card counters is is this, is not an is not a good thing. Like people want to be card counters, people like that and enjoy it. And it's a cat and mouse game between between the the casino and the player. It doesn't mean they that um, that you kicking them out is good. Yeah, like and who's like, would, oh yeah, card card counters, fuck them. Like everyone, it, everyone. How many people do you 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 go to a casino and they're like, you could hear them go like four, three, six. You know, I'm like, I'm like, sure, sure, pal, sure you are. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like everyone who fucking sits down thinks they could do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't even get that line of argument. And also, like you were saying, his his co-host goes, uh, yeah, you're kind of in a hard place, which is actually very true. Like your brand is being this man of the people, all this stuff. And yet you're okay enforcing these these rules. And he quickly changes. He's like, yeah, it is kind of. But no, 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 we were never going to allow this stuff to begin with. You know, so I, I think it's just it's kind of blatant hypocrisy. But I don't think. Again, from their core demographic, I don't. I don't think anyone gives a shit because the because the way he framed it, yeah, and they trust him. But if you hammer him enough, it's amazing that they even talked about it on their show. So, like, if the people keep hammering him with evidence and go, "I am not a bot," 
I'm just a dude with a spreadsheet. I'm just you know? Ben the Better. I have a Ben the Better Patreon account. Okay. <laughs> Don't ban me, bro. Don't ban me. You should you should do that. Uh you should do that as a as a content thing. How how long would it take you to get limited at the Barstool Sportsbook? Yeah, I publicly say that, like and just hammer props. Yeah. And and do what you were saying, where it's like, I'm not, I'm not using a bot. I'm just betting lines. Like, I mean, that's what you did at Bet Rivers, right? Like, you're not doing any like arbitrage on the same book stuff. You're literally looking at your projections and betting lines that you think are soft. Maybe, maybe I will. The NBA season's almost over. Yeah. Uh Harbs. You just described what Brian and I are together combined. The play is to be an influencer who is actually sharp, but acts the part of a dumb better and makes vlogs to a big audience. So Brian does the smart, sharp uh, sports betting. And I'm the uh, influencer uh, who looks like a dumb better and makes the vlogs. I mean, you just, we, we got the makeup right here to pull off this gambit, Brian. There you go. <laughs> Man, disappointing. Portnoy. Yeah, I, he was I your he was that. your boy. You, you love that guy. <laughs> exactly my boy. I've never actually even listened to their show, no. uh, anything on Barstool. Not that I shit on it or anything. I, he seems funny to me, but like, uh, yeah, I, I've just seen his like Twitter stuff, like his uh, fundraising, and uh, I don't know. I don't I, honestly. I don't know a ton about him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, he, the, 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 big, the Bitcoin stuff was pretty funny, where he wouldn't buy it and then he bought it and sold it and all that stuff. And shitting on Robin Hood, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he he's good at um, feeling the kind of reading the room and knowing like which side to take yeah. in a way like that the most people are going to to cheer for him. Uh, he's he's good at picking his spots like that. I think bots I think bots is a fair I think bots is a fair critique. Like, I mean, we're so we're, People, a lot of people don't know anything about sports betting. Don't know that like we're still in competition a bit. It's not just the cat and mouse game between you and the casino not getting booted. It's who gets it's, the line first. It's who gets the line first. Yeah. And so, like, I could see you know banning for that. Uh, I'm trying to think about. It. Well, I, I mean, honestly, in a you know, complete, not to rehash, we've done these episodes before, but in a completely free market, I could say do whatever they want. But in this super highly regulated market, I don't think they should be allowed to because it's not a free market. It's, it's just a government. It's almost a government private business partnership. It's not almost, it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so like I, the, but I could understand the bot thing, but I think if they didn't ban everyone, they wouldn't have to. People wouldn't need to go open multiple accounts or something like that. And I think that's crazy. I don't know how they even get away with that. Like, it's hard enough getting my money on my personal account, like, from these sites. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to send them 27 different, like, um, a set of whatever bills and in your ID. And it took me – remember when uh, Rivers uh, limited me? It, it took, like, a week in threats during COVID. They like wanted me to go in the casino at like the peak of COVID. Oh yeah. Remember that? And it's yeah. like, and, and so I threatened, I'm going to call my local legislator. Yeah. <laughs> they sent it to me the next day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Throwing some weight around. That is by the way, just a random piece of advice. 
if you call your local legislator and it actually can help, like it doesn't help society <laughs> anyways, but they like, cause they don't really have to do anything. Their secretary takes, it depends on the office, but some of them are better than others. And I'm talking local here. I'm not, if, if you call Ted Cruz, you're probably not going to get a fucking response, <laughs> but like, uh, they just have, they just call like the legislative liaison from each agency. The secretary does and says, Oh, our guy is having a problem with unemployment. Could you look into it, Brian? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like there's usually someone dedicated there to like handling that. So like if you're getting the runaround and customer service, which can definitely happen because they don't give a shit. Yeah. There's no consequences for them. Um, you might want to do that. Interesting. Yeah. Harbs is uh, appreciating that some nice, alpha uh sports better uh hack there uh from brian one thing i wanted to touch on here before we wrap up because i saw this uh funny oddity uh in the top shot space that was particularly relevant to uh to brian and i here owning uh nikola Jokic cosmic is uh brian did you see that if we go to the listings here this morning there was a sale for four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars uh of a Jokic. I didn't see that. I saw you You sent me that message. Could that be like he sold it to his buddy? No. So the, the story actually already came out on Twitter. Uh, MBL uh, knows the guy who was the seller. He fat fingered the listing. He wanted to list it. He forgot a zero. He wanted it for 42500 And then Andrew Morrow, who I think actually just became a, a VIP member on the channel and, and hangs out in our Discord, he was the one that got the snipe here, Morathon. Mm. So uh, congratulations to... To Andrew for uh, getting a Jokic Cosmic for forty two hundred here. That is uh, that is rough. I don't know if I want to say congratulations because you did lower the overall value of our Jokic with this. Yeah, there there he is. He's he's hanging out in the chat. Yeah, I mean, you I would much be rather you, I would much rather him buy it at four hundred thousand and <laughs> yeah, two hundred fifty bucks, and then we can immediately list ours. Well, I thought we should talk about that because we haven't discussed in a while and like you know part of our thesis of buying it was like Jokic. so we bought ours you can see here on the ledger we bought ours january 27th i mean it was a little bit of a risk at the time i mean part of like the outcome we were hoping for was him winning mvp um and we had all these grand plans of if he wins mvp and we have a top shot bull market during the playoffs like this is going to be a sick value um a lot of that lined up except the whole bull market thing brian yeah. Yeah. Uh and the MVP the MVP's coming. Yeah. We're assuming. Is this like a sell the rumor <laughs> by the news? Like, should we list it before the MVP and before he gets like if they get a little farther? You know, theoretically, so I'm saying. Yeah, and now I'm actually curious if he would have been able to get his updated listing. Obviously, right now, low ask, 50000 He was going to put his up for 42500 mm -hmm. I would have been extremely curious uh, if that would have sold. Just based on the transaction history and the market right now, I would guess yeah. not. Yeah, we were we were in the 60 range there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, one sold for 60 right? Yeah. And that was, yeah. yeah, March 4th. And then man, just crickets. Mm. But I feel like I assume most cosmic holders fell into the same camp, right? Where, um, they, 
they wanted to ride it out from an MVP standpoint, even when things were pumping, you still thought there was a little meat on the bone for when he locked up MVP and then the market crashed. And now no one wants to kind of sell at a lower valuation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish it was like stagnant or slightly bad as opposed to going so far down. Um, Cause then we could have the strategy talk would be more serious. We're really at this point, it's kind of, do you want to, do you want to sell now? Or do you want to hold for who knows how long? Right. Right. Because it, I mean, it, it could get even uglier uh, in the off season. So like I thought we did a couple episodes again. I, I made the uh, argument for this is the best time to sell a Westbrook. And I still haven't listed mine, but I don't think there's going to be a better time to sell a Westbrook in the next five years than now. Just based on performance. I'm saying like, yeah, except not, not the, not the market, not the top shot market. And Jokic is good. This is pretty damn good too. Like he's young. He could get hurt. You know, he's not retiring anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, But he could get into like whatever LeBron popularity. I mean, obviously not that high, but just like the stud in the league. Yeah, I I agree. I, I do think that's kind of the thing of like, is there, what ends up being the market for him? Say Top Shot does rebound a little bit. Um, the MVP news, it still is a set that is very unique. They're not doing more cosmic sets. Um, that said, I agree with you. Otherwise, you kind of have to then even play a longer game and just hope that he solidifies himself as like a, a locked and loaded top five player like going forward, parentally. Yeah. 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 Uh- you know, while, while I have you here, I wish. Are you doing your 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 show next with Pat? Yeah. Okay, ask ask him. What what does he think about the Tatum? Okay, I'll, I curious. will ask him. It's yeah. so funny thinking back because uh, we were talking about that the other night on uh on ship chasing <laughs> that uh we were uh like even talking about football like when we were in the top shot. Or Ben Gretsch said we had top shot brain, and I remember trying to do a draft, and I. I just couldn't even think about football. It was just all top shot. And now it's like reversed. I was like t- asking Pat about top shot on ship chasing tonight would have felt so weird to me. Uh, and that's how, that's how quickly things change around here, Brian. I, I know. I know. I really wish they wouldn't have done the rent seeking model shit. I wish they would have kept it. Pete plus EV kept the interest going and and print and and not print as much. Don't bring the CCs in. Leave leave the LEs. Yeah, I yeah I do think. Who I, knows I, if that would have helped? But that's what I wanted. Yeah, and I I still like like I still think long term. Uh, this Jokic moment is going to be very nice, save for like you said, an injury. You know, something like that, which is which is within the range of outcomes. Yeah, but I think this moment is going to age well. We just might have to be more patient than we wanted to be. And there's and there and there's still the concern of the overall market that I talk about every other show, basically, of what's going to happen to asset prices if inflation does come from the Fed's money printing and low interest rates. Yeah, like it could it could uh, it could be like still hold its value that that in the but you know the your purchase price of your dollars is going to go down so. Like I, I mean, who knows how that plays out? Or the whole goddamn thing crashes, 
and then people don't have any money for top shots. Yeah. Like they're probably not going to be holding their money in top shot. They're probably going to be holding their money in gold, Bitcoin, traditional company stock, foreign assets maybe. I mean I mean I'm just I'm just guessing, but like that is I think this is a clown economy. Uh, and and so I have no idea what's going to happen, but um, so well, there, you might want to just get out of this. And, and look, you, I only own a 10th of this. You, you are the uh, primary uh, voice in this and uh, whatever you want to do with it, I will be on board with. I don't feel super strong in either direction. So I, I will okay. be happy to, to follow your lead. You won't upset me in either direction. What, what, what is your lean? Just out of curiosity, if you were a gun to your head. My lean, I haven't felt, I just, it really just pains me to sell at a loss. And I have just naturally uh, a hodler mentality with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that can obviously burn you and stuff. But I do actually think the Jokic ha- is going to look very good over like a longer two to three year time horizon. So I would lean toward holding, but I wouldn't even be remotely upset if you're like, hey, Pete, I, I really want to get out from this. Wait, you think it would go less than what we bought for? Oh, um, I, it would depend how quickly we wanted to sell. Or I mean, he's Andrew, going forty-two five, and we had a better rank. And and Andrew's already asking us not to undercut him. He's the one that relisted his at fifty k. Um, I I don't think that's going to sell anytime soon at fifty k. So there, uh, there is another reason to sell. Is uh, uh, congratulations, uh, you left your job. I did. I did. Some extra cash in your pocket from selling a jokage, maybe. I hope this isn't a clown economy, Brian. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should be, uh, you know, locking in some uh, top shot uh, profits here. But man, it does not feel like a good time to do that right now. Yeah. It's, I think it's kind of like at its lowest point. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't watch your. I, I started watching your show and I got distracted from yesterday. What did all the guys say? Do they? I mean, they're 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 uh, kind of truthers, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're on board, but like, did they? Are they all optimistic? Yeah, I mean, long term, everybody's still very optimistic. I mean, we were talking about an auction the other night that they were doing and they kind of completely botched it from a marketing standpoint. I think the hollow went for, it was like 32,000, a LeBron hollow, um, just completely messed it up. So we were playing a lot in thanks of if we done, did a marketing hype machine for that, for like a week and auctioned it off on club top shot, like what, what price could it have been? So yeah, I think it's in a, in a weird spot right now. Uh, but I I'm still bullish long-term, but I realize that it's painful right now, especially for people who got in, in, in March or whatever. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> not, not, not full-time, full-time ship chasing. Uh, God, <laughs> I, I would love to live in a world where I could just do ship chasing and, uh, make a living, but yes, full-time of that ilk. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, keep those super chats coming, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please i'm begging you <laughs> what were you gonna say do you have any uh surprises in store now that you've no this this is i said this on the swole cast today i'm like worried that now everyone's expecting this big thing i was like i was like pushing it to the max as is i'm juggling like six different projects right now i'm gonna be ramping up and writing the fantasy life newsletter every day uh so i have i have a few things that i i want to keep 
pushing, but please, I'm begging you, don't expect some massive new thing from me. <laughs> and I know I've talked to you a little bit about, about offline. You, this is the first time for you without yeah. a, a real, a real, uh, are you nervous? Um, there's like just the, the slightest pit of like uncertainty in it, which is like, you know, if there wasn't that maybe that would even be kind of concerning. I mean, part of why I wanted to do this is because it's been so easy for me to coast and to also just think of everything like this is just a hobby house money. Like if it's successful, great. If not, I don't care. I'm just doing it on the side. And now I finally have given myself like no excuses and like, I'm going to force myself to push for edges, you know, push for things and, and just work harder at making this all happen without the kind of laissez faire, you know, I don't give a shit if it doesn't work out mentality. Hmm. I remember in 2000, whatever, eight, nine during the last big crash, like everyone was worried about poker doing so doing poorly. And it was, it was, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the skill level was always getting smaller and smaller. That was the real problem. Um, but, um, People still played. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're still going to play fantasy sports. Well, the thing is too, is, and I've seen Bale say this, and I certainly believe it of like the irony is that having one single source of income from a, an employer is far more risky than getting it from 10 different spots, which is what my, my taxes will look like, you know, a year from now is I will have income from probably nine or 10 different streams, freelance contractor, independent stuff. Um, any one of those could go belly up, but like, I do feel being in multiple industries, versatile kind of skill set. I can do writing, podcasting video. Like if one thing went belly up, I do think there's still other, other routes I could go. I just thought of a great outcome here too. Uh -oh. Now that you're going to be cutting a check at the end of the year, one big fat check to the government. You're going to be coming on team. Brick team Libertarian. <laughs> You're like, we should shut this whole thing down, baby. Dude, I've already like, I'm, I'm already bracing for, I, I, I mean, not even the side of like the amount of taxes I'm going to owe, but just, yeah. I was already thinking of like all the man's coin sales and yeah. like having to figure out all that shit with the crypto and the sales and, you know, the things I can write off against it. And I'm just like, it's going to be a disaster trying to get under when you write that, that fat check it's like for for what you fucking thieves it's so you could call up uh your representative when bet rivers is screwing and you. the That's only reason why. i know that is because i've worked for the state yeah <laughs> yeah yep. well i guess that for what that was my salary yeah yep. sorry guys sorry about that yep yeah no uh yeah we we i i'm i'm aware of the uh the yeah quarterly. I have to redo mine every every year anyway. It's so yeah. like it does clearly yeah. just a waste of time. Um, but and plus I I pay an accountant too, so then it costs me more money. Yeah. Um, all right. I gotta hop over to yeah. uh ship chasing. Uh this was uh fun as always, guys. If you haven't uh subscribed to our channels, if you're watching over on Brian's channel, my channel, please subscribe. We got the audio version. Uh that podcast always goes up uh, a little later on Wednesday nights. We'll have more updates uh, on uh, any potential challenge movements, although it doesn't sound like that's happening. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys hanging with us every Wednesday. As I said, I'm going over to Ship Chasing. If you guys want to talk fantasy football with us tomorrow on my channel, I'm doing uh, Splash Play early with Chris Bags because I'm clearing my schedule for a, a relaxing Memorial Day weekend. Brian, do you have anything going on uh, this weekend? 
No, well, we got golf tomorrow, people, so don't forget. I put my ownership up for free if you guys want to use nice. it, feel have at it on my website. Uh no, I uh I, I have no challenge coming up and uh you're the challenge. I'm, I'm moving, so you guys will see a different background here eventually. Ooh, I'm Just I'm actually very to. excited about that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go to Airbnb because the closing dates don't line up and shit. Oh god! Yeah, just just call up Alex. Oh shit! He stay in his hot tub, dude. That would be such a good bit of content of you bucket on on Alex. I mean, we've seen his streams. He he broadcasts from a different room literally every day of the week. I mean, there <laughs> you can find a place. <laughs> uh, that, well, that's my Airbnb. One room in Alex's house. There you go. Uh, Well, congrats on the move. Uh, Everybody have a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.